Hello and welcome to EBZ Devotion. We devote our time briefly to reflect on the lessons and truths that uh, we can receive from Scripture so that uh, we may direct our steps in accordance to the will and purpose of Him who hath created and made us. Today we just want to reflect on the hypnosis of sin. The hypnosis of sin. And allow me to begin with a short story. The story is told of a man who went to a retreat center in the woodlands and uh, he decided to just take a tour of the countryside with a guide to take him round to explain to him some of the trees that were there, some of the birds that we'll see, but just to give him a tour within the woodlands so that he may not wander too far and probably lose his way. So as they were walking around, just enjoying the scenery of the place, something grabbed his attention. He had a squeak of a mouse. And this squeak was not in joy, but was in uh, pain, in terror. And uh, well, he had it once and uh, he just felt, well, okay, these things happen. He continued his walk. But again, he had it again, and uh, it, it grabbed his attention a bit, uh, but again, he didn't think much. He continued with his guide, but when it continued the third, fourth time, fifth, he decided since it wasn't too far off, uh, he felt, why doesn't he give it, uh, why doesn't he go and find out what is happening? And so he went closer and closer to where the sound was coming from. And incidentally, he saw the mouse, but it was fixated as it was screaming out in terror. And he was wondering, why isn't it running away? At a distance, uh, he looked at where the mouse was looking as it was stationary in one place. And there he saw a snake that was slowly approaching the mouse and it had fixated its eyes on the mouse and the mouse had fixated its eyes upon the snake and though it could tell this snake does not mean well for me somehow it could not escape and the man was wondering why can't it just run away and in his disturbed thoughts, the guide sort of, sort of read his mind. He told him the problem with the mouse is that it had fixed its eyes on the snake and it more or less fell into a hypnotic spell or a trance. So it is mesmerized by the snake and how the snake was looking and it couldn't run away though it knew this was a danger to me so it kept screaming even as the snake was coming nearer and nearer to it maybe to trap it maybe to give it the poisonous uh, bite uh, maybe to deal fatally with the mouse and this 
was something that really caught the attention of this man as he was looking at this phenomenon. The mouse was there fixated on the eyes of the snake, screaming and crying, yet not moving because it was sort of like paralyzed by the approaching snake. Now, I want us to just take a short break and listen to this wonderful song. And then when we come back, we shall see what transpired and what we can learn in relation also to scripture. Listen. can wash away my sin what can make me whole again what can cleanse me from within nothing but the blood for my part in this I see for my cleansing this my plea draw my wandering heart to thee Nothing but the blood Oh precious is the flow That makes me white as snow No other fount I know Nothing but the blood Nothing but the blood of Jesus Bye. 
Welcome back to EBZ Devotion. And today we are reflecting on the hypnosis of sin. And we are at this point where our mouse is fixated on the snake that is just coming to harm it. And this gives me a reflection from scriptures which is found in Genesis 3, 6 of what happened when Adam and Eve ate uh, the forbidden uh, fruit or rather disobeyed God and fell into sin. Genesis 3 verse 6 says, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did it and gave also unto her husband with her and he did it and you and i know the story so well because we are told then both of their eyes op were opened and they discovered that they were naked and then they decided to flee when they heard the voice of god coming so disobedience to god's law brought them into a state of sin and we can see this sin gave them an openness of not wanting to have fellowship with God and in James chapter 1 verse 15 he tells us that when lust hath conceived it bringeth forth sin and sin when it is finished bringeth forth death so in other words Sin brought about a clutch on Adam and Eve and their generations thereafter, a clutch of such a way that they could not bring themselves out of it, out of. Just like the story of the mouse and the snake, uh, we see this mouse was fixated on the snake and it couldn't turn away though it could see this is something disastrous upon me yet it had no ability uh, to turn away and run because the snake had fixed its eyes on the mouse and the mouse was mesmerized in other words in the same way that eve was tantalized by the evil one about the apple Disregarding what God's word said, she saw that it was pleasant to the eyes, a tree to be desired to make one wise, and was good for food. Then she got fixated there. And this is what sin does to us. It doesn't come to us in its fullness, in its goriness of death, but rather it tantalizes us, just like the eyes of the snake hypnotize the mouse and it's confused they look so interesting and uh, so amazing so confusing but yet it feels that is not healthy for me but for us when we are fixated to sin when it's being made to look alluring we forget its end result we see that it is good we see that it is pleasant we see that it is something to be desired. And so we are con 
confused. We are fixated there. And James tells us when this last hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. So when we fall in it, we see that after it begins to mature in us and in the end, it brings forth death. Something that we would not desire in the first place. But the Bible itself gives us good news that this sin that we could not deal with, God provided a way, just like initially he provided a way uh, to cover the shame of Adam and Eve by killing uh, an animal so that they could use the skin of the animal to cover them because fig leaves could not uh, cover them appropriately. It was pointing to the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus who would give his life for us and uh, through him uh, break the hypnosis of sin. And so for you and I, that is the good news that the hypnosis of sin has been broken by the power of the blood of Christ on the cross of Calvary. So we can look up to him uh, for the wellness and the life that he brings to us. But let me conclude the story of the mouse. When our uh, the, the, the guide told the man that the snake had hypnotized the mouse, he thought, okay, that could be a simple remedy. He took out his handkerchief, went near the mouse, put the, the handkerchief in between the mouse and the snake. And in a second or two, guess what happened? The mouse was confused, but it came back to its senses. It shook its head. It looked, it couldn't see the snake. Well, somehow it was like the spell was broken and the mouse ran off into the woods and disappeared and its life was saved. And he lifted off his handkerchief and went away. And for the snake, the prey had gone. And so it had nothing that it could attack. And in a similar way, that's what, that's what the life of Christ does for us. Christ came in between us and sin and broke the stranglehold of sin that we were under, the influence of sinning. And now through him, he gives us grace and the power to overcome sin. So when we look at Christ and focus on Christ, the power of sin is broken and we are no longer under its influence. And that is our reflection this morning on the hypnosis of sin and receiving the power thereof to break away from it. God bless you. Until next time, this is EBZ Devotion. And I've been your brother, Claudius Shemaya.